And now, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. And yes, here we are again another day committed to being your consumer advocate. We want to help you win in your buying decisions, your consultations that you need with attorneys, uh, CPAs, financial advisors, home services. Think of us. Think of us on the real estate side as well as the mortgage side and the title insurance. 813-917-1894. Call or text the hotline and we'd love to put you in touch with our expert contributors. These folks come in and take time out of their busy schedules and work uh, work the airwaves here as a consumer advocate. 813-917-1894. We'd love to help you win in all your real estate deals. Of course, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Uh, we got a hot listing here in Tampa Bay. This one's at 5014 Pompano Drive. It's waterfront in Gulf Harbors with the pool, corner lot location with a boat dock, with bay access so about five to ten minutes you're out in the open waters at 5014 pompano drive waterfront beauty right here completely updated renovated property three bedrooms two bath two car garage almost 1700 square feet and you also in the community have a private beach a clubhouse and boat ramps available so a huge lot with a pool covered porch circular driveway updated kitchen Check out this property online on our website at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. This is God's country. All right, we've got a great lineup for you today as well. Uh, later on in the program, we have uh, special counsel Lauren Frieder uh, on the program. Uh, we have Jenny Restrepo as well, insured title agency. And we're going to kick it off right now with Jason Cobalt, Cobalt Law. Welcome back. Hey, Brennan. Always a pleasure to be here. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming in. Uh, so uh, Tampa Work Comp Law, you work on, on Work Comp. You also do private, uh, not private, <laughs> uh, personal injury law. Uh, and you just happened upon a potential bullying case. Yeah, yeah. Well, this one hits home for me because my son just turned 10. And uh, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to take the case, and I'll explain why. But, um, you know, bullying is such a, a sad issue and such a major issue lately. Um, and this one really, really bothered me. Because what yeah. I know at this point, I don't want to get into names or, or schools or anything, but it was a 9-year-old kid. And he was beat up by a bully who was telling him in advance that it was going to happen, oh. posting stuff on TikTok and everything else, and then did it, followed up through on it. And um, the kid's nine, and it was a bloody mess. Oh. You could see his elbow. Like, I mean, smashed his elbow to the point where it broke the skin. I mean, I look at that, and I'm like, how the heck could that happen right. to, at an elementary school? You know? Right. So now, you know, you can't just sue for that. You know, it, we, we're looking at... You know, what did the school know? Because you have to prove knowledge. Right. You know, could they have prevented this? Is this a, a kid that has a history of doing that? Were there other incidents? Um, is there a digital footprint uh, w- with respect to the TikTok? Was that made on? Was it ever done on their server? You know, so I'm going to have to really dig into this to see if the knowledge element could be met. Yeah. But man, did it bother me? You know, there's some cases yeah. that you know you really get fired up about, but man, that that's really something else. It's frustrating, especially you know with. Uh you know, kids. I remember uh, interview had a couple interviews last year or the year before where uh, there was you know kids in Pinellas County that committed suicide because of this, and it was related to somebody that I was interviewing. I can't you know I've interviewed hundreds and hundreds of people on this show, but uh, you know I can't remember exactly who it was. But 
you know, bullying, bullying has consequences, you know, and it leads to these kids uh, not wanting to be in certain programs and whatnot. And if the school is uh, responsible, then they, they should be, uh, you know, held responsible. But that leads me to a bigger question. And just in turn, in general terms, sometimes you hear people say, oh, I'm going to sue. I'm going to do that. You have to prove damages in those cases, right? Well, in this particular situation, if I could prove the, the school knew about it, Yep. And steps could have been taken to, to stop this before it happened. The damages are no problem because, you know, he had multiple surgeries, permanent ner- nerve damage at nine years Whoa. old. I mean, so the damages aren't going to be the problem here. The The key to this case is going to be whether or not the school knew. Now, if the school had no idea, right? then it's, you know, there's nothing you could do about that. And then you look at the type of school it was. Is it a private one or a public one? Because when you go the public route, it's sovereign immunity. Then there's limits on what you could get. I I once had a case uh, like this similarly a couple of years ago. And for discovery, normally you do discovery, you get the documents sent to you. I had to literally go in front of the school board and and look at it myself. I wasn't allowed to take pictures. I got to see the evidence, but I couldn't take it with me. It's like a very restricted discovery that is abnormal for a regular case. That's interesting. So, yeah, there's all different ins and outs of this. But at this point, it just ticks me off. And uh, I'm trying to see if I could see if the school had any knowledge whatsoever. And if right. they did, then they're going to hear from me soon. <laughs> right. We're talking with attorney Jason Coble here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Coble Law, uh, TampaWorkCompLaw.com. And, and Jason, it leads me to another uh, topic we want to discuss here is whistleblowers. You know, I love Project Veritas. I love some of these, you know, because they're peeling back the onion of what's happening behind the scenes at some of these nefarious organizations that, uh, under the guise of news, they call themselves news organizations like CNN and some of these other you know, they're they're more of a political activist and, and, you know, pushing in a certain narrative. Uh, but talk to me a little bit about whistleblowers. Yeah, I actually had a firsthand experience in a whistleblower case uh, real briefly without getting into too many details. It was a uh, medical facility in my case that was illegally billing Medicare for two uh, CPT codes that if you were to bill Simultaneously for them, it's fraud because they would never coincide together. And this this particular uh, medical facility was doing it over and over and over for wow. years. But a lot of people don't understand the que- as a Quitam lawsuit, uh, the the formal whistleblower process. It's a really great tool we use to catch fraud. Yeah. Because what you do is you uh, get you know, the whistleblower will go to an attorney. Um, they'll file with the court. Under seal, the whistleblower's identity, the evidence that whistleblower has, and then an investigation will happen. While it's happening, the identity is under seal, and then that's how you use the whistleblower's evidence without divulging who they are to to expose the fraud. Yeah. And and just recently in Georgia, and the, the media is not talking about this one at all, uh, the Secretary of State just opened a probe into illegal ballot harvesting. Yeah. And that was based on a whistleblower's allegation. Yeah. It was originally brought to him in October, and they said, no, there's no firsthand uh, evidence. It was just videos and whatnot. So they, they said, no, we're not opening a probe. Huh. Two months later, True to Vote is the name of the yes. the uh, organization who was doing the investigating, and they actually got a whistleblower, and now that name is under seal. No one's going to know who that person is, and based on that whistleblower's allegations, which are very severe, uh, there were people getting paid ten dollars a ballot yep. to drop them into drop boxes we from two a.m. to five a.m. People don't do stuff at two a.m. to five a.m. unless they're trying to get away with something. Exactly. And uh, some entities were paying these people large sums of money that the whistleblower himself 
allegedly was paid forty five thousand dollars. That's forty five hundred ballots. And you know what they're doing? They they've got video surveillance of them going like this. They got their cell phone by the box. Oh, that box. was my favorite. They're part. taking the picture by the box. Hey, look at me. Get me paid because I'm putting That's a picture. That's my favorite part because they have the videos. Exactly. The Dropbox have to be videotaped. Now a lot of them have been destroyed, but they're supposed to be videotaped. But this particular caper, whoever planned yep. it, how they got paid was to take their selfie. That's it. Right at the box, which is just great evidence. Yeah, perfect. So, like, so, why else would you be doing it? Right? So, and then they have the the cell towers. They're able to determine these people's cell phones Correct. were at the box. So you know you have the the evidence of where they were. You have the selfie, and uh, you know it'd be easy to find the money trail. And multiple times going to the box. Come on, why, so, why are you going multiple times, right? And, and it's multi-state, so I think this is something that's going to be major. And it's funny, the, the news is not even touching. Oh it. no, you know, yeah. So well, we'll see you know who is touching it? Dinesh D'Souza. Oh yeah, he just came out with his new movie. And uh, it's something to that. You remember the name I of that it. by this by John? Uh, yeah, two thousand mules. It's called two thousand mules. And what that is is there. He's in all the states. They're talking about two hundred and forty-five in Georgia, but yeah. in all the swing states, they true to vote allegedly has evidence of two thousand of yeah. these people that were paid, and that's a lot of uh, illegal votes. Yeah. And uh, so we'll see where that leads. And you know, it's also unfortunate. Just to be fair. Um, as an attorney, I don't know why there were all those lawsuits filed. I know I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to stop the process of uh, Biden becoming president. But all those 60 losses or whatever it is, it has people like not even caring about this. They go, right. oh, this is just another loss that's yeah. forthcoming. Yeah. So I heard I, about I that. Yeah. Maybe I, I could see maybe a couple of them filed. And then, you know, they, I think they were hoping to get further enough in the process to do discovery and then find the evidence. But as an attorney myself, I won't file anything unless I have the evidence first. Right. So it's un, it's unfortunate that that route was chosen and, and all those losses happened because I think it's causing people to not pay attention to what, what's actually happened now is actually real. I think. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We'll see what happens. But I I listened to some of the podcasts, too, out there, Bannon. There's, you know, decertification started in Arizona, uh, Wisconsin, all the swing states. It's interesting to see. Um, So we're talking with Jason Coble here, attorney Jason Coble on the Consumer Quarterback Show, uh, TampaWorkCompLaw.com. And I wanted to touch on a clip here. I got a clip about, uh, you know, Joe Rogan's all in the news now, and it's about censorship. It's about you know, disagreeing with the mainstream narrative. I want to play this quick clip here. For me personally, I think that apology framing misrepresents the main thrust of Rogan's comments, which were really much more focused on pushing back against all that criticism. In fact, he spent several minutes defending the backgrounds of the two guests who have caused the most controversy, cardiologist Peter McCullough and mRNA researcher Dr. Robert Malone. Dr. Peter McCullough is a cardiologist, and he is the most published physician in his field in history. Dr. Robert Malone owns nine patents on the creation of mRNA vaccine technology and is at least partially responsible for the creation of the technology that led to mRNA vaccines. Both these people are very highly credentialed very intelligent, very accomplished people, and they have an opinion that's different from the mainstream narrative. I wanted to hear what their opinion is. Yeah, so, the, you know, the censorship continues, the the call for, you know, Spotify. You know what just came out, too, I just heard with uh, Neil Young uh, having ties to 
uh, the pharmaceutical companies. That's one of the reasons why he spoke out is because he's got a lot of their stock. Wow. You know, does it? It's like the old adage, right? Follow the money. Yeah, but you know, it's the censorship is is driving me crazy. You know, we our country, we we take pride in being free and right. uh, speaking our mind and our, our First Amendment rights. And uh, just to see all this censorship, I mean, to have a former president isn't allowed to send a tweet. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is really really getting gone too far. And a lot of the times it backfires when you when you try to do that. It, yeah. it, 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 the truth always seems to come out. Um, and as far as what Joe Rogan's doing, um, it's good to hear both sides of any, especially this topic. Right. You know, it's a new virus. You know, we're still learning about it every day. Look at I don't know if you heard Johns Hopkins University. Yeah. Obviously one of the best in the world. They just did a study on the lockdown that said point yep. two of one not not one percent, but point two of one percent. Uh, was the amount of uh, spread that was stopped by the lockdowns, which is yeah. hardly any. And uh, that's it. And you won't hear that on the media either. No, and I, but you'll hear it here. I've got a clip right after the oh, break. Yeah. We're going to come back. You're going to hear that. Uh, we've got that study here, lockdown ineffectiveness. You know, so in essence, what they did, it, and it plays into the – to the mindset of the Great Reset. You know, people said, oh, well, that's a theory. That's not. No, it's starting to play out. You're seeing and it's a coordinated attack worldwide. People saying the same thing, lockdown, slow the spread. Uh, we're going to come back more with Jason Coble here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. And we're going to play a clip here about the lockdown ineffectiveness uh, as well here and more about personal injury law right here in Tampa Bay and work comp law here in Tampa Bay with attorney Jason Coble here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Follow us online at Brandon Rhymes One on Instagram, Twitter, and Gitter. Our YouTube channel has over 1,700 videos now on our YouTube channel, Brandon Rhymes Realty. And we'll be right back after this short break. Don't go anywhere. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rhymes, owners of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams. Buying, selling, investing in real estate, their nationwide Keller Williams network makes them the best team to work with. Sellers, have your property featured live on air, creating multiple offers. Buyers, leverage a unique system that gets your offer accepted, never overlooked. Call or text 813-750-0550, or ConsumerQB.com. Margie here with the Consumer Quarterback Show and the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. If you're buying, selling, or investing, please give us a shot. We would love to help you. We are a top 1% ranked real estate team here in Tampa Bay, and you can reach us at 813-750-0550. Call or text 813-750-0550. ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of Platinum MVP Realty and a top listing agent in Tampa Bay, featured in Florida Realtor Magazine, Top Agent Magazine, The Business Journal. We're looking for inventory. Attention sellers, we need more inventory to sell. If you're a seller on the fence thinking about selling your property, we want to hear from you. Free comparable market analysis. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Call Brandon today at 813-917-1894. 
Have you desired more income and more freedom in your life? Now is your time. Keller Williams Realty has just launched our own real estate school, and you can get licensed for free. I'm Brandon Rimes, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. And for the first three people who reach out, I will personally coach you. 813-917-1894. Call or text 813-917-1894. ConsumerQB.com. ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here. Consumer Quarterback Show. Platinum MVP team. Keller Williams Realty. Always helping you win in your real estate deals. Got a couple of hot listings here in Tampa Bay. One triple three five County Line Road. Commercial property. Five acre parcel of land with a building. And the owner just reduced $50,000. Just hit a $50,000 price drop. One triple three five County Line Road. Spring Hill. Uh, now, this is right next to the villages of Avalon and the Public Shopping Plaza, one of our hot real estate listings that we have here in Tampa Bay. 5602 Lando Lakes Boulevard, another commercial property. Uh, This one's listed over a million dollars, and it's seven acres, C2 zoning, lakefront, perfect property for a assisted living facility, boutique hotel, maybe even some self-storage. 5602 Lando Lakes Boulevard right here in beautiful Tampa Bay. And you can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. All right, we got attorney Jason Coble here in the house. Uh, we were just teasing before the break uh, a little bit about this lockdowns, the ineffectiveness, the, the unintended consequences, or maybe they did intend them. Who knows, right? A lot of nefarious players at the top of these boards of the CDC, the Pfizer's, the, you know, and, and the, the, uh, just the, the total, you know, lack of, um, you know, understanding about how this virus would work and, and the lockdowns. I'm going to play a quick clip here, and then I want you to comment a on it. A new study published on Monday claims that lockdown measures had little or no effect on COVID-19 mortality. Joining us to discuss is Johns Hopkins' Dr. Marty McCary. Dr. McCary, thanks for coming on. Hey, Georgia. Yeah, my pleasure. So there was a study that was just released this week by Johns Hopkins, and it seemed to indicate that lockdowns had either little or no effect on COVID mortality. So what do we know about this study? How was it conducted? What did it look at? So what they did is they did a meta-analysis of many existing studies and did a mathematical model that looked at the overall mortality from just the lockdown itself and looked at stay-at-home orders. And what they found is that the result of all these policies resulted in a mortality reduction of two-tenths of one percent. Now, what they did not study and what we have to compare that number to is the number of deaths from substance abuse, suicide, deferred medical care, and all the other collateral damage that happens from poverty and hopelessness that follows. So the stay-at-home orders had a range. So what they did in pooling the studies, they look at the range. And the stay-at-home orders alone, without lockdowns, resulted in a range of a 10% reduction to a small added harm. All right, so that clip goes on for a while. But, yeah, you look at, you know, the, the, the Johns Hopkins study, uh, Dr. Marty McCary, and he, he talked about two-tenths of a percent, so a super small number. And then he mentioned 
you know, the uh, depression, the, the deferred uh, medical care, the, just the, the unintended consequences of these lockdowns, these draconian measures that we've never seen before. No. And you know what? And I remember when it, it obviously started when, you know, it got released from the lab in China and uh, they were the first to do the lockdowns. And I was like, wow, that would be crazy. And I remember yeah. telling people, I'm like, well, that can't happen in our country. We have a free country, but isn't that crazy? Yeah. And then the next thing you know, the whole world was doing it and we yeah. did it as well. We all followed suit. And, uh, at, you know, at the time I was like, oh, I could see it, I guess. You know, we don't know really what we're dealing with. But, you know, people now, they got to be able to look back and say, OK, this is the realities that really didn't help all right. that. As and that's the we problem is thinking. people. A lot of these people that are in power, these organizations, these these news organizations, these uh, government organizations, they're not willing to go back and admit they were wrong and change their uh, perspective and to change their their policies. Right. And uh, even our our governor took some chain. Well, what were perceived at the time as chances opening mm-hmm. to Florida before everyone else, and yep. he was resistant to uh, stay at home orders and whatnot, and and that paid off greatly for him. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So. I I think it's 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 okay to you know when the mistakes are made in a situation like that that's so novel but you got to be able to admit and objectively analyze what has come out and what we've learned yeah yeah absolutely and look at these truckers now in canada what the, you know the freedom that they're fighting for up there and then trudeau's comments were totally off base again you know just just totally off base what he said uh but yeah and, and there's rumors that they might be doing that here in the states too that i mean what a message huh i mean wow yeah i heard it was like how, how many miles of bumper to bumper trucks that's amazing exactly i mean yeah. that that is a message that has to be heard loud and clear yeah it's amazing that's right. And they're funding it online too, so they've got these different sites where they're, they're you know, people are crowd raising, crowdfunding, and coming in with money to say, hey, we're going to pay for your tax or your uh, uh, tickets that you get. We're going to pay for any attorney uh, bills. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, cool. so there's people coming in supporting this this movement for freedom. It's like the people are just tired of hearing it. Yeah, definitely strange times, but uh, that is a that's really neat that they're doing that and, and uh, they're getting all that help. That's cool. Yeah, it really is. And, um, you know, Zucker getting fired at, at CNN now, like there's just such a shakeup. And it, it really going back to Rogan, too, you look at Rogan, uh, his, his average episode gets about 11 million views. And I think CNN's highest rated show was getting only 800,000. Right, right. So look at where people are getting their information. How's the information flowing? And, you know, and, and there's more and more. Uh, evidence showing that it was a stolen election and we have an illegitimate president in the White House. So. I, I won't say that until it's 100 percent proven. But, you right. know, that whistleblower investigation is uh, very interesting. And if that really happened, that's a shame, even more so than it's unfortunate what happened in 2020. we got to look forward to the future. You know? yeah. So then we really have to crack down on these these boxes yeah should be. well they just, ruled, custody. I think they, they just ruled box lock box not lock boxes of real estate right. term uh these drop boxes in uh wisconsin. wisconsin right yeah they said nope they're not legal right i mean we just got to make sure that the person who's uh submitting the ballot is truly that person and right. and not you know a group exactly and and you know those things open the door to intimidate you could intimidate voters to get their ballots and i mean yeah if you look at uh there's whole and it's true there's not a whole lot of mail-in voting fraud in our history but if you look at the the ones that exist in 2018 and uh what was it north carolina they had to actually redo a, a um, an election mm. because of uh ballot harvesting yeah in 2003, the uh, primaries in Chicago, same thing. Wow. So when there has been mail-in voting fraud, it's yeah. been illegal ballot harvesting. So this investigation is very interesting. We'll see where it, yeah. what happens. And the early uh, investigations in uh, Arizona turned up something like 75,000 or 85,000 uh, illegal ballots that weren't 
you know, proper ballots. They, I remember they even followed up with a canvas where they would knock on some doors and the guy says, no, I'm, I'm the only one that lives here. Oh, well, sir, we're showing 20 votes coming from this address. Who are the other 19? Well, what's interesting about what happened in Arizona is one, one uh, feature, one finding uh, in the audit that was done that no one really talks about is they never got the chain of custody proof mm-hmm. for a big chunk of the ballots. And the only real evidence that uh, legal ballot harvesting will show, if you look at the ballot, it's going to look just like anybody else's. You're not, you know, it's not going to come up in an audit. But what, what the evidence that it leaves is the chain of custody, the legal chain of custody is broken. Right. So we'll see. And Arizona is one of the states that that true to vote is investigating for the uh, multi-state legal ballot harvesting. I love those organizations so that we'll are standing see. up for that. That's yep. great. Jason Coble, how can folks find you? Uh, TampaWorkComplaw.com or uh, contact the show. Yeah, t- contact the show. We'd we love to put you in touch with Jason, personal injury law, work comp law, and uh, some stuff in between, too. Uh, bullying case, potentially. Uh, we'll yep. see. 813-917-1894. Give us a call. We'll put you in touch with attorney Jason Coble right here, uh, expert contributor on the Consumer Quarterback Show. 813-917-1894. We're going to take, take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show hosted by my friend Brandon Rash. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at consumerqb.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-917-1894. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, Platinum MVP Team, Keller Williams Realty, 820 Pinellas Avenue in Tarpon Springs. This is a commercial property corner lot location. Great buying opportunity, investment opportunity here in Tampa Bay. Uh, you've got a opportunity for a professional uh, building. It could be an attorney, an insurance company, a title company, a mortgage, real estate, 820 Pinellas Avenue, corner lot location. You get the walkability uh, to downtown Tarpon Springs, all the great restaurants, the sponge docks, and the shops there. 820 Pinellas Avenue, Tarpon Springs, hot real estate listings from the Platinum MVP team, Keller Williams Realty, 48, 20 through uh, Ebtide Lane. This is unit number 405. Penthouse, condo, on the waterfront. Beautiful property here. This is a open floor plan uh, with beautiful, gorgeous views overlooking the Gulf of Mexico. 4823 Ebtide Lane. You've got a huge, super huge balcony, 1,100 square foot property, two baths, and uh, one bedroom. 4823 Ebtide Lane, unit number 405. And you can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. All right, we got Jenny Restrepo in the house, insured title agency. Uh, Welcome back. Thank you. Glad to be back. Awesome. So today we're going to talk about quit claim deeds. Yes. So what is a quit claim deed? Well, a quit claim deed is the type of deed where you're transferring ownership 
It's most oftentimes used by family members from one family to the next, or sometimes if it's a for sale by owner. Um, and there's two situations that are happening in our office right now. And it's so crazy that they're happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. One situation is a woman inherited the house from her father. 30 years ago. Wow. So 30 years ago, her father deeded his house to her. And for the last, and then he, now he's deceased. For the last 30 years, she's lived in this property. She's paid the taxes. There was not a mortgage. And now she would like to sell. She's elderly now herself. Mm-hmm. And she would like to sell this property and be able to move into a retirement community. So she's using the proceeds of the sale to be able to make this move and then have a, a retirement for herself. Well, her father did not do the deed correctly. Oh, her father is deceased. There was a bunch of stuff missing on there. Now, first thing that everyone needs to know. The clerk of the court of whatever county where you're recording this deed does not care if you did it correctly. Mm. They, it is not their job to make sure that you did it correctly. They don't review your document for errors. They simply take the paper, take the money. That's the thing that they're there for. And that's it. Wow. So if you make a mistake, it could go 30 years unchecked. So what happened in that situation then? So now this woman... Obviously, we cannot have dad re-sign it. Yeah. She tried to do what we call a quiet title suit, which is essentially say, like, yeah. his intention was clear. He wanted her to have the property. It's He just didn't do it correctly. Yeah. And so she attempted to basically have this, tit- this title, like, retired and mm-hmm. then done properly. Mm-hmm. And it was rejected. Oh, who rejected it? The court. The court rejected it. Yes. Okay. She, so she had to make a case in court. The court rejected her quiet title suit, and so now it's going to have to go to probate. Mm. And she possibly has to fight it out with whatever remaining heirs, siblings, cousins exist, who they haven't been paying the taxes. They haven't been living in the house, and probably everyone in her family just assumed it was her house because she's been living there for the last 30 years. Yeah. So here is my biggest takeaway, and I have another story, too, if you want to hear the other one, but... Pennies saved today yeah. could cost you thousands of dollars and all of this time and anguish because she cannot sell this property now right. until this is resolved. And who knows how long that's going to take, Yeah, which is very unfortunate because this woman is older. And so she had this whole plan in place and had absolutely no idea that this was going to happen to her. Wow. So, yeah, that's an interesting story. Uh, we're talking with Jenny Restrepo here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, insured title agency uh, right here in Tampa Bay. Quit claim deed, story gone wrong. Yes. Uh, story gone bad. It's not quick claim deed either. Correct. It's it's quit claim deed, Q-U-I-T. So basically, if you're going to transfer the rights of your property in any kind of way, even if it's within the family, go through a reputable title company like Insured Title Agency. As long as there is a title insurance policy attached to the transaction, we can do it for you. Mm. So look at it like it is a sale. Same thing that if you're trying to sell a property on your own, there is an advantage to working with a real estate agent like Brandon. There is an advantage to having a title company handle the closing. Even if it's a cash transaction, there's no lender. The other situation was... 
two brothers bought a house on the steps of the courthouse. Yeah. Cash. And they, like, basically printed out something from the internet and everyone signed it in pen. That one was wrong, too. Oh, wow. Missing the legal description. Like, it was just incorrect. And so now this incorrect deed cannot transfer it. And the seller, when they did this five years ago, like, left and went to Kentucky. Hmm. So insured title agency actually, like, hired uh, the same kind of service that, like, private investigators do and tracked this woman down in Kentucky. Wow. And lucky, just lucky. And she agreed to, like, fix it and sign it because she had already gotten the money five years ago. Like, you can't compel people to do something again. Like, you're not within your legal bounds to do that. So she wasn't, like, duty-bound that she had to sign and fix it. Right. She just agreed, I guess. But finding her when she, like, left the state, it was a cash transaction. They basically said on the steps of the courthouse. So that one did get resolved for those people, thankfully. But had this woman been just in the weeds, they would have had to do the same thing. Either do, like, a quiet title or go to probe. Not probate, that's where people are deceased. So they would have had to do something, unwind it, go through the court system, spend thousands of dollars. Right. When basically, um, you know, there's a range, of course, but an attorney can prepare a quick claim deed. Let's say I would guess it's about anywhere between $300 and $500. Yeah. Consider that money well spent. Yeah. If you're transferring it, even if it was from me to you for $10, if I get a title insurance policy, which I advise that you do because... You never know what's going to happen. And this is a purchase of a home, which could be hundreds of thousands of dollars. You want to protect your investment. Yeah. If if you are transferring the rights of the property and you're getting a title policy, Insure Title Agency can handle it for you and make sure that it's done correctly. Yeah. So that at any point in the future, if you go to sell the property, no issues. You will have no issues. Yeah. You, you wouldn't do your own knee surgery. You know, so that why right. would you prepare your own deeds? It's not, you know, unless you had some legal background or went to, you know, hey, I almost went to law school or one of these types right. of one-off type situations. That could be a dangerous situation to be in. It, it could cost you so much time and effort and money that the, the original savings becomes like it wasn't even worth it. Yeah, nominal. And the biggest thing for people to know is that it is not the clerk's job to make sure that you did it correctly. And they are not even looking. Right. They do not care because it's not. And they think about how many things that they process on every, any given day. Sure. They're not making sure that you're using a real notary. They're not making sure that everyone's signed correctly. They're not making sure that you included the legal description. No one is double checking your work. Yeah. So if you don't do it right. Yep. It's going to be your headache on the other side. Sure. We're talking with Jenny Restrepo here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rimes, insured title agency right here in Tampa Bay. Another one of our um, expert contributors or local area business owners that support this program. And uh, we greatly appreciate you for supporting this show. Reach out to the hotline. Uh, we'd love to connect with you. You can call or text, and we'll put you in touch with all of our expert contributors. Uh, whatever you need in the Tampa Bay area and the Gulf Coast region of Florida, and, and for that matter, you know any state, really, we have a worldwide reach with Keller Williams Realty, uh, 813-917-1894. Uh, we'd love to talk to you about your real estate, your finance, your mortgage, your all of those spokes that extend out from that center hub. Uh, we, wanna, we want you to think about our show in that way, and we want to be that super connector for you, that quarterback on your team to help lead you to a successful transaction, whatever endeavor that may be. 813-917-1894. Call or text that line. And what, what about... 
you know, other things that you're seeing in terms of like fraud and wire fraud and, and, you know, there's a record number of transactions happening. What else are you seeing in that space? Well, again, fraud is a huge thing that costs you so much time, anguish and money. And title fraud is on the rise because everything is e-recorded. You can be like an, uh, an armchair thief from the comfort of your own home. Right. And so... When it comes to title fraud, again, anyone can go record a fake deed. The clerk is not double checking. Right. So if your name is forged and everything else is forged and the title of your home is transferred uh, illegally to like some fake third party, it can it can completely happen. You can be living in your house. You can have a mortgage on your house. They can file a fake satisfaction of mortgage. Yep. All electronically, all semi-anonymously, steal the equity out of your house, sell it to an unsuspecting third party, and you're getting evicted from your own home. Yeah, it's too late. By the time you know it, it's too late. Correct. By the time that you find out, that is like so much to have to unwind. And really, the only way to protect yourself from that happening is to keep an eye on your title and monitor it from time to time. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Hey, good stuff. Great stories. Thanks. I love the stories. Those those are insightful. They, they you know, people I think when they're out there, you know, going these, through their day. These are real world stories. So Matt is our uh, title manager. He's yeah. been in the business for over twenty years. He comes from Missouri, where he actually would have to go to the courthouse. Yeah. And so I called him before I came to today's show, and I said, "All right, Matt, I heard you talking about." The quit claim deeds tell me more so that I could uh, repeat that story. But he's the one that fills me in on all the craziness. But these things happen. And then the outcome is that people waste time. They have to deal, unwind all of these problems. And so doing it right the first time, going through a reputable agent, going through a reputable title company is whatever it costs you, it pays it forward so much because eventually you're going to want to sell the property. And if you uncover a mistake. Especially if you have timing in, in the play. Hey, you got to be at a certain right. place at a certain time for school, for work, for transfers, whatever it might be. So, yeah, talking about keeping it real, that's keeping it real. That's keeping a real, real story right there. So if so. you have a quick claim deed and that's how you have ownership of your house right now and you're not sure if it was done correctly, give us a call. Give us a call. Reach Let out. us take a look at it now because... If you let it go 30 years like this one woman did, all parties involved are no longer living. So if dad was still living, we could just say, all right, fix it. Dad signed the correct one. Good to go. But it was 30 years ago. Insured underscore title dot com. Jenny Restrepo, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got attorney Lauren Frieder on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Special counsel Lauren Frieder, um, Adams and Reese LLP. Uh, plus our feel-good story of the day. Mail carrier notices mail piling up saves residents' life. We'll be right back here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com. This is Diane Vance with Fairway Independent Mortgage, a member of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Please give me a call for any of your mortgage needs. We do all sorts of loans. If you would like information on a mortgage, you can text me or call me at 727-647-8199. 
I will take care of all your mortgage needs. Go to my website at dianevance.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the real estate quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-917-1894. Free CMA and a 2.5% real estate listing. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Looking for a venue to host your next business or family event? Make it Largo Event Center. The Consumer Quarterback Show has used the Largo Event Center, and the hall and service you get is fantastic. Over 8,500 square feet of meeting space, perfect for events, expos, and trade shows. Upstairs offers space for smaller meetings and groups to include use of their lounge and game room. Plenty of room outside for car shows or food truck events and concerts. Largo Event Center is just west of US-19 on 126th Avenue. For booking and details, visit Largo Event center.com that's largo eventcenter.com or call guy at 727-776-3442 you're listening to the consumer quarterback brandon rhymes cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in tampa bay Online at ConsumerQB.com. And we're back. Brandon Rimes here. Consumer Quarterback Show. We always like to tell you something positive here on the show. All right. So we got a USPS uh, mail carrier in Newmarket, New Hampshire, saved an elderly woman's life. Uh, Kayla Burridge said that mail had been piling up for four days at a resident's home and her vehicle was still at the residence. And she's quoted as saying, I hadn't seen her in a while. I noticed her mail wasn't getting picked up. So I got a little concerned, end quote. And the woman who was 80s in her 80s uh, said she sometimes chat with her and uh, she noticed uh, that. So what she did, she called the Newmarket Police Department, requested a welfare check. Officers found the woman trapped under items that had fallen on her inside the bedroom. And it was determined that she had been trapped for at least three days, possibly longer. Uh, The woman was taken to the hospital, diagnosed with hypothermia and dehydration. And her family said she is in stable condition. Now, she's quoted as saying, without a doubt, she saved my life. uh, Police Lieutenant Wayne Stevens told uh, the the uh, correspondent. So yeah, there you have it. Feel good story of the day. Love those stories. And we have attorney Lauren Frieder back on the consumer quarterback show. Hey, Hey Lauren. Hey Brandon. It's so good to be back. How are you doing? Yes. Doing great. Good to have you. And I want to ask you the same question. What's new? How are you doing? Uh, Well, a lot is new. I have joined the amazing law firm of Adams and Reese uh, here in Tampa downtown in the region's building top floor and i have just been busy getting at it uh, back in person in court federal trial this week and um just going full full throttle very exciting time nice okay so you got you're working on what kind of law are you practicing uh you know the same kind of law so my primary focus is still real estate business and commercial litigation um just on a bigger scale um still doing some insurance litigation so uh, just litigating, litigating, litigating. And you're going into the courtroom. You're actually in front of the judges or the juries, and you're you're presenting your case for your clients. Absolutely. This week was my first week back in person since everything shut down for COVID. So I was in the federal courts 
in a trial for reverse corporate veil piercing, which is something that a lot of people probably don't even know about. We know about piercing the corporate veil, but there is also a cause of action uh, for reverse corporate veil piercing. What does that mean exactly? It means, so basically when you think about piercing the corporate veil, we're thinking about the creditor tactic where a creditor has a judgment against the business and they want to pierce the corporation and transfers to the judgment to the individual owner. So it's basically the reverse. Um, it's when a claimant is going to seek to hold a corporation liable for the obligations of an individual shareholder. And the purpose is to remedy fraud and injustice between shareholders and corporations. Um, there's actually two types of reverse veil piercing here in Florida, insider and outsider reverse veil piercing. Interesting. Okay. So yeah, that's the, that's the whole uh, part of a corporation is you got to make sure you have your minutes, your logs, you're having these meetings, you're treating it actually like a corporation rather than uh, a personal checkbook for the business owner. Exactly. And um, you know, what's interesting about reversing the corporate veil is you've got to think that there might be other shareholders that were not culpable to the actions of the individual and they're going to pull the money from the corporation um, to satisfy that individual judgment. So it's something that's not practiced throughout the United States. I know Georgia does not follow reverse bail piercing, and I also think California doesn't either. Um, a lot of the states don't pretty much, they don't like it because of the protections. Uh, there's not a lot of protections for innocent, uh, innocent, innocent shareholders. Let me ask you a question. So we've got attorney Lauren Frieder on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rimes. Now, when it comes to insurance, I, I imagine there's a good amount of fraud out there. What what, is, what are you litigating in that insurance space? You know, it's really funny. You actually just said that, Brandon, because I had one of the most interesting foreclosure cases that I think I've ever seen in my life. And it had to do with the title insurance. But really, the fraud behind it stemmed all the way back from 2008 when all those mortgages, people were taking out mortgages they couldn't afford. And so what's happening in this market now, you've got to really be careful with our hot real estate market um, that you're buying a property that is actually has clear title and is marketable because some of the title companies are missing some of these old um, bad assignments, if you want, you know, fraudulent bad assignments. Um, and then now they're going after the new buyers to go ahead and foreclose on the bank's uh, interest and you had a good faith buyer. So what do you do in this market when you're putting, you know, $100,000 down, down payment in cash, or you're paying it in cash and maybe you don't have a good title insurance policy. So I think it's, um, and the insurance will kick in on your title insurance, but there might be an overage amount when you're coming out of pocket with cash. So I think you really, uh, that's what I've been litigating as well. Um, so I think you got to really be careful um, you know, do your own due diligence, get with a good realtor like Brandon, who understands chain of title, understands what happens back in 2008, and all the repercussions are still following people um, now in 2022. It's uh, it's pretty interesting out there. Wow, that is. And, and so back, I remember back in, in that time frame, people were questioning uh, whether there would be a legal precedent set if you had the situation where the mortgage and the note were uh, – 
what they call biparcated. They were they were basically separated. They were kind of lost. Uh, do do you have any insights on that? Was was there ever a precedent set? Because then people would say, oh well, I own this thing outright because they can't prove the mortgage is attached to the to the note, et cetera, attached to the collateral. Well, yeah, you've. I mean, you've got to show that you have uh, possession of the note, or um, you know that you can be in possession of it. Uh, the two should really go together. So I think it's a good cause of action or a good defense um, if somebody's trying to say, you know, they're the the bank, the lender, and they have this note. Because actually, what I've seen in this piece I was talking about a little bit is these lenders are claiming they had an assignment. You know, years later, they don't record it. But when you go back through and you start looking through the discovery, you see that that lender, that bank, was actually already sending like foreclosure notices years ahead before they even had the assignment. So how does that promissory note travel along with that um, with that mortgage? And so there was a lot of things that are lost. So you know the banks have to establish that um, if they're trying to foreclose. Um, so there there is definitely something you can do about it. But I think it's really important for buyers. To really understand, especially with this market we are in, is it's a, such a hot real estate market that people are scamming um, anything they can think of. They're pretending they own a house when they don't own it. I think I saw something on the news about that recently. Yep. And this this case I was talking about, this foreclosure case, was just insane to me. Um, all these fraudulent deeds, people had gone through a bankruptcy. So the banks decided, oh, you know what, don't worry, we're not going to go actually after the person that defaulted. We're going to wait till the new person 10 years later purchases it in good faith. Um, so, you know, you need to look at court dockets, uh, property appraiser sites, have a good realtor that also understands that chance title like Brandon, um, because these uh, title companies, um, the underwriters, they, they miss stuff. It, it does actually happen. Wow. And when you're coming out of pocket so much money, you know, that title insurance only kicks in to a certain amount. So then you might be exposed if you put all of your your savings into the down payment of your house and yeah. now you're getting kicked out and the title insurance is like, okay, well, we're going to give you this money. Wow. But what about the money you're out? So, you know, you get a, obviously get a different attorney to represent your own interest. It's kind of similar to personal injury. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, uh, Lauren, we're out of time here. Thanks so much for joining us. Good talking with you. And please reach yes. out to the show. We'd love to put you in contact with all of our expert contributors. Uh, just reach out to the hotline, the 917-1894. Call or text that line. And we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. We'll see you next time right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate consumer or financial advice let brandon call your next play call brandon rhymes at 813-917-1894 that's 813-917-1894 online at consumerqb.com and join us next time for the consumer quarterback show